All right, well, good morning. Uh, this is Evan with Humidors and Humdingers. I'm coming at you guys uh, this morning. Uh, I've got a guest with me, Joe Van Zyl. He is from South Africa. He owns SA Hot Rod Magazine. He's got SA Hot Rod TV and uh, Joe's Hot Rod Podcast. Um, good morning, Joe. I guess, or oh, uh, afternoon for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. On, on this side very good to be on the show man thanks for having me yeah thanks for, thanks for coming on I'm, I'm excited that you're here um why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself um well it's, yeah it's, it's kind of a hard one yeah so um yeah not like, to put you on 13... no 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 dude <laughs> but I, I, I i it all started well i've been going to to, to motor shows since I, I probably was about two uh, my dad was big into the hot rod scene, um, building a lot of British British hot rods more than anything else. Okay. And um, yeah, I I always said I, I didn't want to work in a garage. You know, my dad had a shop, and you know I didn't want to to be get dirty and be involved with cars. And somehow I don't know, life kind of dragged me back into into that <laughs> position. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I started off, uh, so I'm just going to grow, grow, go into it. I, I yeah. Basically, I, I, I started a website called sahotrods.com. Uh, this is about 14 years ago. Wow. Um, uh, yeah, I had, a, I had a web development company, and I was bored, and I loved cars. Um, and I started building, I bought the website, and just left it, you know, every now and then this is before the facebook's and all that type of stuff came out sure sure and um i, I think i built it in november and when i really started looking at it in january i had like thousands of guys all over the country were on the website um oh, wow. so yeah so, I, I started ex expanded from from there more than anything else so um, it really started organically and kind of just grew yeah, well, I, I have this this funny ability to just fall into something or get myself involved in things you know, that kind of absorbs my life. So, yeah, one day I, I thought I, I was reading Hot Rod magazine and I'm like, man, if I could only convert the the, the website to a magazine, it would, would make more sense. And um, I started researching why, how to do a magazine and few weeks later this guy just phoned me out of the blue uh he was a hot rodder and um he knew my dad and he said listen i, I love the website don't you want to zine and i'm like what yeah sure um heck yeah and he put me in yeah he put me in touch with a with a publishing company and the, the problem was the hot rodding at that stage has been in the country for like 50 years but it was like a small hobby there wasn't wasn't rod shops you know we, there sure. wasn't guys who were selling parts there wasn't guys building cars for people there was like here or there it was it's just a small knit group type of thing so I, I had no idea how much was out there i just knew my dad's friends and you know the guys i grew up with and that was it so initially i started the magazine off every three months um and we so you started off small you yeah just released it every three months yeah so the, the first like 
hectically. The company actually uh, got awarded. I mean, the magazine got awarded for it was the best selling magazine that publishing place ever pushed out. Oh, wow. Um, and yeah, I continued working. Uh, it, it did so well that uh, about three editions later, they tried to take the publication away from me. <laughs> really? And kick me out of it. Yeah. And uh, how would they do that? Lawsuits. Ah, they just, it was all money orientated and sure. stuff. So a big fight, a legal battle started, and um, we parted. But I, I was left with the magazine, uh, not knowing anything about the magazine industry or how to design it or do anything. Oh, wow. And um, I, I, I think I had two months to figure that out. So got to work, and two months later, I. I launched another publication a magazine went live so you got a crash course so, in magazine publishing i i I'm, I'm very good with crash coursing stuff apparently That's good. as you'll find out yeah so the magazine kept going and kept growing um it wasn't easy it cost me a, a, a divorce oh. <laughs> and then uh the one day i i got approached by a guy because th then the next thought process goes through it's like so how do I get the magazine really out there? And I'm like, man, and no, overalling and these shows were on, on TV in South Africa. And I'm like, how am I going to do that? So I was at a motor show and this guy comes up to me. He's like, oh, dude, I want to do a TV show on building hot rods. Can you help me? So I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll do that. <laughs> so I started doing, I did a TV show called um, Street Rod Africa. Okay. horrible absolutely it was yeah so this guy approached me to to do a tv show called street rod africa and um i'm like yeah screw it screw it i'll do it so i did the tv show uh where i was just basically going around the country and into you know, talking to guys who own cars and the show came out and i hated it i hated the music it was, it was to me it just wasn't done right i know my my buddy who did it Rian actually lives in the i think he's in texas now if i'm not okay. mistaken and um so i did that show and then the the channel that we had show up to start doing some other stuff for them you know driving some american muscle cars and you know, stuff like that and then the one day they approached me and they said listen they, they've got a tv show they want me to do I sat down with them and they gave me the concept and I'm like, oh, dude, that is horrible. No way. I, there's no ways I do that. You know, I didn't like the concept or anything. Yeah. I said, but what if I do it myself? Well, if I want to do my own TV show, how do I do that? Now, things work differently in South Africa. If you want to get a TV show out, the best way to do it is just buy the airtime. Really? So, um, yeah, we just buy. I, I, I still do it now. I buy the airtime to, to put my show out. So, my buddy, who a uh, friend of mine, who I met through doing a TV thing, we we spoke. We had this idea for a show ages ago, which we always spoke about when we got drunk. Um, <laughs> it's the best time so to I talk about with, those ideas, right? I know. So I'm like, I pitched them the show. I'm like, well, this is what I want to do. The show's called you know, the Rod Shop, and I just want to go meet, see who's in the country, who builds cars. And they went, yeah, cool. If, as long as you buy the airtime, you can do whatever you want. I'm like, sure. So I phoned my buddy, and I'm like, well, so we're doing it. Oh, yeah, we didn't have money. 
by the way. Oh. <laughs> so, that, so we didn't have the money to buy the airtime, and we didn't have money to shoot anything. But we had this idea, and we knew we could do it. Yeah. So I approached uh, some brands that I work with, uh, one being Jack Daniels. Um, and I said to them, look, this is a show I want to do. So they said, cool. So I did it. We, we shot the show. And um, the company I was using that was editing it, they were used to doing sporting events. And they they just they couldn't, I, I couldn't get my idea across from how I wanted the show. Because yeah, sure. I didn't want anything flashy. I wanted this like hardcore, hot rod, old school type of feel to it. Yeah. And um, they, like I said, I struggled with him. And I phoned my buddy who did the camera with Daniel. And I'm like, dude, they, they don't get it. And he's like, oh, I'll, I'll send you something. So the next thing he sent me a tutorial on how to edit in Final Cut Pro. So I went, cool. I spent two days. Figured out how to work that, and then I edited the whole TV show. Um, back to front, uh, wow. got the music and every everything in. So yeah, um, and that that was it. That was the first. I mean, I'm now on season four, uh, busy shooting it as we speak. So in between Congrats. everything else, trying trying to run a magazine, and then yeah, the podcast thing. Basically, I mean, through working with the guys in the car industry, what it's now been thirteen years almost going to 14 uh i've made a lot of good friends all over the world and my i was driving my wife nuts during <laughs> lockdown my new wife and uh i said to her i was talking to some friends in the u.s and she said yeah oh, you should record that i'm like yeah why don't i do that so i started yeah. the podcast so <laughs> So now, now I get to talk to people from all over the world, like yourself, and I do podcasts and stuff in my spare time. That's awesome. That's awesome. What better way to spend your free time, man, than than doing that? That's so now. So now you're a self-taught magazine publisher. You're a self-taught uh, TV show producer. What's, what's next? What's next for the Rod Shop? Uh, I have maybe a no movie. Idea. Oh, I've dealt with that. It's just too much work. <laughs> <laughs> I've looked into that, um, but m movies, uh, yeah, m movies is a, is a harder is a harder one. I, oh, yeah. I, I want to try and expand more on the show thing. Um, okay. I'm expanding. I'm expanding what I'm doing into into Africa. Okay. Um, and I, I started picking up that there's. Yeah, I always say to people, you know, that everywhere in the world, if there's two cars, they're racing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. There, there, there must be people racing all over the place. So, so that's the next thing. I, that's the next step I'm, I want to take on. Uh, look, obviously, expand on everything um, that I'm doing, but I'm always looking for new opportunities or new things to, to get my head in. And funny enough, doing like the podcasts and stuff with with the guys I've been talking to, because um, I, I was amazed. Podcasts aren't big in South Africa. No. Um, but obviously in the U.S. It, it's a much bigger following, They're and huge, yeah, um, yeah I, I've got it. But I, I, I managed to to get a lot of people on the show, which I never thought I would. Now people I've I've spoken to on emails and this type of stuff, but never anything to do. I mean, I've I've had like the head of SEMA. Um, wow. The podcast I'm putting out now is the the COO of Edelbrock. I don't know, from any car guy would know who Edelbrock yeah. is. So, 
some of the biggest brands in the world. And I keep finding new interesting things. I mean, I, I had a great conversation with a guy, uh, Chris, in the US that builds electric cars. He strips okay. down Teslas and they, they're doing like motor swaps into 911 Porsches with electric cars. So, yeah, it's awesome. And it gives me like a different perspective of what's actually going on in the world. You know, you, we, we, we tend to live in a little bubble. Yep. And uh, you, 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 now you're speaking to people all over the world and you, you start finding different perspectives of the whole motoring industry and what you do and how you do it. And then recently what's happening is you, you type, kind of take that information back to where you live and you go, all right, so you've got to fix some stuff. You know, yeah. Things aren't working the way they're supposed to. So that, that's my biggest thing at the moment is I'm busy with all these U.S. companies trying to see how I can make things work better and educate people and yeah. you know, move forward so things work smoother. Well, I, and I think the hot rod industry, just like you said with, with Tesla, you know, there was a lot of people who thought, you know, once the gasoline motor dies out, that the hot rod industry will, will be no more. But I mean, I think I think you give a guy anything with four wheels or even two wheels on it, He's going to find a way to soup it up somehow. You know, there, there's going to be something out there, whether he puts a bigger electric motor in a Tesla or, you know, whatever. He's going to find a way to make that car faster, better performing, you know, no matter what, no matter what the technology is. Well, that's so true. I mean, they were saying, you know, the, the aftermarket or what we call the aftermarket uh, is going to die at some point. And I, I don't believe that. Uh, and I use this as an example in, in one of my podcasts. When Elon Musk launched the, what's it, the Cybertruck. Yep. Okay. New technology, the way forward. It took two days for the internet to convert that thing, drop it. You know, wide body kit on it and post oh, it yeah. out on this is what's going to look like. Two days. Yep. And you know that there's a guy sitting going, oh, I want that one. You know? Yep. Or I want something like that. And that is it. That individualism of a car, that, that extension of the personality will always be there. It doesn't matter what's going on. And like you said, everybody always wants to go faster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's human nature, I think, is, is to try and push push it to the mechanical limits and uh well it's, it's there's there's a cruder part of it if there's penises involved there's always going to yeah. be a person oh yeah artist, you know? yeah <laughs> my truck's lifted more than mine's truck. faster yeah for sure <laughs> exactly for sure. yeah so like so so yeah okay cool well so i gotta ask every every car guy i ever talked to i gotta ask what was your first car what what got you interested in, in motors well like look, mine was hard because like i said um i mean I've, I've been involved with cars since such a young age my, my first car was actually a 82 honda ballard okay. um we, we we only allowed to drive in south africa when we 18. so okay. but when you're 16 you can get a license to to ride a bike like a 50 you know cc or something like that okay so my dad came up to me and he's like, okay, well, you got two choices. I can buy you a bike when you're 16, but then I'm not going to buy you a car. Or I'll buy you a car and we can go forward. I'm like, well, yeah. obviously the car's the best, best choice. Sure. So um, 
just after my 16th birthday, I get to my dad's shop, and there is my uncle's old Honda Ballade. Now, it's the old one that had, like, the pop-up lights and stuff. I'm not, I think you okay. guys had it on your side. Only thing I didn't see is it had a front smash. So I spent the rest of my 16 and 17-year-old years saving money and fixing that so it would be okay. ready for me for my 18th birthday. Yeah. Um, so that, I mean, that was, that, that car actually got destroyed by hail, funny oh, enough, no. in a hailstorm. Um, but my car after that was way more interesting. That was a 1981 uh, Mark I uh, Golf GTI, the Rabbit. Oh, nice. Nice. I'm a huge folks. But it was the GTI. Yeah, the GTIs. Yeah, it okay. was. The, that was the first, actually, the first car in South Africa that came out with fuel injection. Really? Funny enough. Uh, oh, and this thing was stupidly fast. I mean, we, we couldn't leave this thing alone. I, I had to pull off in second because first we just wheel spin <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> it was brilliant. Um, yeah, so that, that, was my, that was my baby. Uh, my first hot rod, actually, was a 1949 Chevy Fleetline. Okay. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. Um, and then after, I mean, after that, I've, I've gone through so many cars. I, I just can't tell. I can't actually remember yeah. more than anything else. I think both, I, you know, the car. Oh yeah. I mean, like it drives my wife crazy. I think we've been married for like 13 years and I've, I slowed down a lot. Uh, I've only had like three or four cars since we've been married, but before we got married at, 22 i had had like 17 different cars i would just buy them sell them buy them <laughs> sell them buy them sell them and she's like you you have to stop you have a problem that's it's not a problem no. it's, it's it's just it's a way of life yeah. i i actually went i went to go look at um by chance i went guy past the guy shop the one day and i went to go look at this they had a chevy malibu black this is the malibu it looks it looked like the the um buick grand national okay yeah this is the grand national so malibu black 350 chevy motor beautiful thing i'm standing there i'm staring at this car and i'm like oh man i want this thing so badly so um i'm on the phone with my my that was i was in johannesburg my buddy lives in cape or at that stage lived in cape town so i phoned him like man i've just seen this thing i want to i, I need to buy this car I don't have something like that. And he's like, yeah, you know, there's a 78 Camaro sitting in my backyard that you completely forgot about. Like, oh, shit. Oh, oh, maybe I should do that one first. <laughs> Oops. So, yeah, that, uh, that's, when, that's when you sit and you go, okay, now I need to start getting rid of some cars, but I forget that I have them standing in places. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm. So you, you, mentioned, you mentioned Chevy... Sure. Uh, do you do you guys have a lot of American uh, cars down in South Africa, or kind of few and far between? We we had a we had a very that's a, the beautiful thing about Africa. We had a little bit of everything. Okay. Um, so Mustang like Mustangs and the Mustangs are huge. Yeah. Uh, sixties, seventies. Uh, then they died out, which was great because I mean the you know the Mark III and they were just ugly as yeah. hell. Um, but we 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 did have a bunch of American cars. A lot of trucks and stuff came in. 
And then after with, with apartheid, that kind of slowed down. But we had a huge European and British in, influence okay. as well. So as much as we had the American muscle, we had the Audis and the BMW. Oh, yeah. But we, we also had a bunch of cars that were strictly only in South Africa. Okay. For like on the Chevy side, uh, we had, it's the 1971, if I'm not mistaken, 1971 Chevy Can-Am. Uh, we called it the can It was this little car. Uh, came out with a 302 uh, V8. Um, Big-ass wing on the back. And that black bonnet came out stock. And that was stock, man. This thing didn't stop for shit. Okay? <laughs> they were extremely fast, but they could not stop. Um, that, they only made 100 of these things. Oh, wow. Um, but so, the, yeah, the price tag's going crazy. I was actually yeah. talking to, to Terry from... Peterson Motor Museum about this. Um, and then we, about a bunch of cars that were only available here. And then we didn't have the M3 BMW, the 3 Series. So we actually made one called the 333, okay. which is also extremely rare. Um, and then we, we had a bunch of a car called the Eagle and stuff. Because we, look, we, we've got a very big motoring background or history. Yeah. Um, your Superformance, your AC Cobras, yep. uh, I actually made in South Africa. Yep. Um, the Backdraft Cobras that you guys have are made in South Africa. The Nobles uh, were made in South Africa. At one stage, uh, Speedway had 32 Ford steel bodies for sale, also made in South Africa. Um, we, yeah. There's actually and, uh, and there's a bunch of production actually happening at the moment with a lot of U.S. cars that are actually buy, made in South Africa. Uh, cost is cheap, and apparently we're just really good at building full-out production cars, one-off cars, basically. Yeah, not not to the supercar level, put it that way. Yeah. Um, but if you want something cool and old school, we, we're good at that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, cool, yeah. cool, man. Um, now, your, your, what, your, her, what's Hermodors and what is a humdinger? Humdinger, like a, I need to ask. like a corny joke. Like a cool. hum, ah, okay. yeah, humdinger. So I'm, uh, yeah, so the, the premise of the show really is, uh, is, is really just anything, anything guy talk, you know, scotch, cars, you know, sports, cigars, corny dad jokes, nice. um, you know, and, and the like, um, I figured humidors and humding. I was trying to, I was trying to figure out something that rhymed with humidors. I'm like, well, humdinger, like a, like a stupid joke. And it just kind of <laughs> stuck. So I, I like the name. Yeah. I like the name. Yeah, definitely. And look, I, I like cigars and that type of stuff. I'm in. I'm, I, I gave up smoking, uh-huh. um, but I, I I vape at the moment. Okay. Um, which is horrible because it means that in South Africa, if you vape, you need to drive a GTI, like a new Golf GPI, because anyone that drives a Golf GTI vapes. Oh. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I had one, so therefore I qualify. There you go. There you um, go. But yeah. But I mean, we don't get good quality cigars on this side, which really, really? which really irritates me. Oh. Yeah, definitely. Scotch, definitely. Um, okay. Look, I, I'm a I'm a bourbon fan of note. Yeah. Um, 
but I, I used to be sponsored by Jack Daniels. Oh, yeah. Which was a great idea and a very bad idea at the same time. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> the, 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 worst, the worst part is when, when I stopped working with them, um, you, know, you go walk into a bottle store uh, or liquor store and you go, oh, yeah, I want to buy a bottle of you know, single barrel again. And you're like, oh, my God. That's the price of it. I don't want to buy I it. I was drinking it with, yeah, I was drinking it with Kool-Aid <laughs> at one stage because I can't. <laughs> it all, it all. So you feel very bad. It always cracks me up though when a, when an alcohol, you know, when a, when a company that, that makes alcohol, when they want to pair up with like race, race car driving or, you know, a car show or something like that. I'm like, well, you know, alcohol and cars don't really, you know, they shouldn't go together. But you know. they're, they're not. But the brands that look, there's certain brands that just work together. I mean, like, yeah. Like I, I love, I, I still love Jack Daniels. Um, and if if you think of the, what the 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 Harley Davidson biker thing, I mean, yep. Jack Daniel is, you know, that's like Jack Jack Daniels and Jim Beam, and that's blood. Yep. You know, i Jameson just seems like a pinky up drink. You know, when you're sitting with a bunch <laughs> of bikers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's Jack or nothing. Um, so there is a lot of yeah, there, there, there's a lot of brands. I mean, but look, they've been renowned. Um, I mean, Formula One's had alcohol brands with them all the time. So because it's oh, called yeah. Zanzana, I think, or, or something like that. Um, more, more. The, the, the weirdest one to me was sports and smoking. That was weird. Yeah. I mean. Oh yeah. 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 What, what what is it? Ferrari that was sponsored by Marlboro for so many years? I think oh for a long time to, through, through, yeah, and you just can't see this. He is the height of of you know sophistication for sport, climbing out and lighting a smoke. Um, yeah. it's just yeah, that that made no sense <laughs> more than anything else. Yeah, you got to find you know physical person in yeah. there. And they're advertising smoking a cigarette. Doesn't doesn't exactly. make a sense. No. Unless it was a performance enhanced cigarettes, you know, it <laughs> it was just to calm him, you know, during that storm. That uh, it's nothing like getting out of a what's a twenty million dollar uh, race car and lighting, lighting a smoke one up. After yeah. It. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So maybe who knows? Maybe it's like after sex. You know, maybe you know, that smoke that you had. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly, you can't you can't actually put up against it at all. Yep. Sorry, my wife's just knocking on the door oh. quickly. Well, hey man, um, okay, we can we can finish yeah. up. Uh, no, it's up to you. Uh, it's up to you. She's just telling me she's going to go fetch the kids oh. from school quickly. <laughs> but uh, so yeah. Well, hey man, it's it's been a pleasure. I I appreciate your time. I love your stories this morning. Um, you know, I I think down the road I'd love to talk to you some more. Um. You know, and, and uh, you know, keep this, keep this, uh, keep this relationship kind of, kind of going. Um, yeah, definitely, man. I'm, I'm all ears. Maybe we should do that. Uh, let's get your one out, and then you come onto yeah. my podcast. Hell yeah! I Hell yeah! That's, that's that's the next step. Yeah. Yes, um, absolutely. I've got, I've, yeah, I've got a cool one going out today. Like I said, I've got the Edelbrock one coming out today. Okay. And then uh, I've got a cool one coming up. Uh, He's the guy that owns a production company that pushes out the majority of the big car shows, like overalling in them. Oh, okay. He owns the company. 
yeah, oh, wow. quite an interesting guy coming on the show, yeah. Um, but yeah, let's do it because I mean, I'd like to know more about you and actually next time see your face. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, we'll do a do a Zoom, um, which I would have done if I wasn't uh, in my little mobile studio at the moment. But um, yeah, man. So is, is this? Is are you doing this full time? No, 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 no. I'm I uh, so I work. I actually work full time. Um, do disaster restoration. So after like floods and fires and stuff like that, my company goes in and, and, you know, cleans up and, and, and stuff like that. And then, uh, I'm a full-time college student and, uh, I just kind of started doing this on the, on the side. So, uh, we'll see how it goes, but, you know, eventually I'd love to do it full-time, but, uh, we're not there yet. Excellent. Well, sir, thank you so much. Um, yeah, thank sorry, you. Sorry, give me two seconds. Uh, Abby, have you got everything? Sorry, I'm just making sure my wife's got everything. She needs to go do shopping quickly as well. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah, let me know if you need anything from me. Um, okay. I'm more than happy to help. And, yeah, let's, let's, let me know when this one goes live. I will. I will. Then I will, I will boost the hell out of it on my side. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, and let me know. Awesome. Uh, let me know. I'd love to come on and, and chat with you for a little bit. Go. Cool. Excellent. Cool. Thanks, bro. All right. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Have a, have a good rest of your day. You too, man. Thanks. All right. Cheers. Bye-bye.